Welcome to Tax Avoidance is Legal on TalkZone.com, the show that's here to make the topic of taxes fun and interesting while providing great advice for individuals and small business owners on how to mitigate their tax liabilities. Now, here are your hosts, Craig and Belsis Smalley. Good afternoon, listeners. Thank you so much for joining us on Tax Avoidance is Legal. I'm your host, Belsis Smalley. And I am your host, Craig Smalley. We're at about week 22 of our show. We're really excited to be live on the air with you. We have uh, decided to challenge ourselves by making the topic of uh, taxes fun and interesting. Uh, so don't turn the uh, dial just yet. Don't turn the channel. We uh, have some really great information for you today. Yeah, so today we're going to talk about something that I usually avoid talking about, but I kind of uh, really enjoy it, and it comes out of uh, my love of sports. So today we're going to be talking about state income taxes. So as Belsus mentioned, we're live on the air, and we're happy to take calls. The call-in number is one eight 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 go for it or one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. Now. We know that everybody is at work and, you know, you probably don't want your confidential information being shared with, uh, you know, your, your, uh, your desk mate or whatever. So you can always email us at info at taxavoidanceislegal.com and we'll answer your email on the air. And before we move forward, I just want to stress the, the advice that we give on tax avoidance is legal is general in nature. Craig W. Smalley, EA, and CWSEAPA, LLP, and their associated entities cannot be held responsible for the advice given on this radio show. You should always consult your tax and or legal advisor. And uh, tax avoidance is legal can be found on the web. As Craig mentioned, our uh, website is taxavoidanceislegal.com. Uh, throughout the week, you can email us your questions by using the form on our website or directly to info at tax avoidance is legal. And what we do is any emails we receive through the week, we try to feature on today's show. And if uh, we don't get to your question live on the air, we always make sure to respond to you. So you do always get a response from us, regardless of whether or not we get you on the air. We always try to make sure we have enough time to get everybody's questions on the air, um, though. So I uh, want to stress that... Um, the show is sponsored by CWSCAPA LLP, and we can always be reached at 1-844-297-3272 or on the web at CWSEAPA.com. And um, Tax Crisis Center LLC, uh, the nation's premier tax resolution firm, uh, Tax Crisis Center can be reached at 1-855-IRS-2911 or also online at TaxCrisisCenter.com. Yeah, so Bells, as you know, I watch a lot of sports. I mean, that's an understatement, right? So it definitely is an understatement, folks. So the way that I bond with my oldest brother, my oldest son, is by watching sports. So he and I have the love of uh, football, basically, is is what we watch. So Gregory and I uh, the other day uh, we were watching sports, and you know, as you know, Gregory is an intern in the office, and. Out of the blue, we started talking about player contracts and how the athletes were paid. So, you know, as a learning experience, I also added, well, let's talk about how they're taxed. Mm, Very, very interesting. It's something I definitely uh, wouldn't have thought about, but I think it's a really good idea. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get him started to think about that, right? Mm, Yeah, I'm sure he's excited about having to think about taxes. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, you know, because, you know, every time I go into a situation, I'm always thinking about, you know, the the the, the tax implications. So anyway, um, I'm going to start this off with 
I've had clients before that are professional athletes, and here's how it works. So you have a federal tax, and then depending on the home state of the athlete, um, um, you have a resident state tax, okay? So we're going to complicate this a little bit, and we're going to take my favorite um, Chicago Cub, Jake Arrieta, just as an example. So he has to pay federal tax on his um, contract, and then he has uh, the state of Illinois tax that he plays pays on games that he uh, plays at Wrigley Field. And then let's say he plays a three-game series in L.A. He has to also pay California state tax on those three games. Then let's say he plays a game in Baltimore. He has to pay the city of Maryland tax on that game as well as the city of Baltimore tax on that game. So as you can see, it's a little complicated. Yeah, it sure is. Goodness, it sounds very confusing. I had no idea, actually, about any of this, I have to be honest. So I am uh, definitely going to get an education myself today uh, on today's show because I never even thought about uh, the different, uh, you know, implications of playing in all these different states and, you know, state taxes. Exactly, yeah, and nobody ever does. But, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I've had professional athletes and it's very complicated. It's very, uh, you know, so, and, and it's just, just one of those things that, you know, that, that's nice to know, but we could break this down to the, to the most simplest person, you know, and this happens a lot in the Northeast. Somebody lives in New York City. They work in Connecticut. Their wife works in New Jersey. How is, how are they taxed? You know, so anyway, that's, you know, basically what we're going to be talking about today. Mm, very, very interesting. I'm excited to find out uh, how it all works. And um, I'm, I'm sure that there's a lot of folks out there. Hopefully I'm not the only one who's been ignorant about this. But um, No, you're not. You're not because this is something that's very confusing. Yes. Mm, so and what? I'm going to try to make it I'm going to try to make it as simple as possible though. Yeah, please do. I hope hopefully you'll be able to break it down and uh bring it down to uh you know something that the folks can understand cuz uh I'm I'm nervous that you're going to start throwing a bunch of uh lingo my way that I'm not going to understand. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I think I got. I, I think I can figure. I, I think I can explain this well enough. Okay, I good. think we're good. I think we're good. So, um, how complicated is this? Because it honestly, it really sounds like a mess. If you are a professional athlete and you play in all these different cities and uh, states, um, how do you? I, I honestly, I, I never even thought about it. I thought it was just something that. Uh, I, I don't even know what I thought. I gotta be honest. I, I just never crossed my mind. I obviously know about state taxes. I know not every state has state taxes. Uh, um, you know, I know it's something here in Florida we don't worry too much about because we don't have, uh, Florida state tax that we worry about. Um, but that's not the case in, in other states. And maybe some folks who've lived in Florida their whole life don't even realize that. Maybe that's something you might have to explain just briefly for folks who yeah, yeah. don't live so, in a state with taxes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to break this down just for simplicity and and um, what we're talking about here. And here comes the lingo, Belsa, so get ready for it. Right. Here's what we're talking about is something called a state nexus. So um, I'm going to break it down using one of the most famous 
um, state nexus cases um, by a company called Amazon. So everybody has heard of Amazon. So back in the day, you know, and this isn't true now because they have fulfillment centers everywhere. But, you know, back in the day, what would happen was Amazon was based in California and if I was in Florida and I bought something from Amazon, I didn't have to pay sales tax. So, um, you know, obviously the, the state of Florida got upset about that. The state of California got upset about that. But unless Amazon had a fulfillment center in the state of Florida, then there's no reason for me to have to pay state sales tax because they haven't created a state nexus. So, um, so what, what what does create a state nexus? What do you mean by state nexus? Very simply, it it just all that basically means is that's the right for the state to tax income. So um, we could talk about sales tax or income tax, but in this particular case, I'm talking about sales tax. So what Amazon has done since is they have fulfillment um, centers in pretty much every state, so they're subject to sales tax. But if we talk about some of our clients, and we do have some clients that do internet-based sales, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times they're not subject to the different state taxes and or state sales taxes or or any of that. So what creates a state nexus is basically a presence. A pre- for a company, it's a presence in the state. Now, the presence can be having an employee in the state. The presence can also be having a office in the state. So for our examples, we have offices in Florida, Nevada, and Delaware. So we have a nexus in Florida, Nevada, and Delaware, mm-hmm. none of which have state taxes. So we're kind of lucky there. But um, that's kind of that. Now, for an individual, it's where you live and where you earn your income. So if you live in one state and earn your income in another state, you've created a state nexus in that other state, plus you have a state nexus in the state that you live in. So ah, it's, a, okay. it's a little, it's, it's really, really a little complicated, but I think that I can really, really break this down a little bit for everybody because, you know, I know this is confusing and, and, and it's something that I kind of wanted to tackle today. Yeah. And, you know, we get that a lot. We get folks who, uh, especially nowadays with, uh, you know, so many businesses having to do with online and Internet and selling products over the Internet. We do get that a lot. We get a lot of folks who uh, come in not knowing if they have to pay sales tax or not. And um, exactly. But- or or if they're even subject to income tax in that in that particular state. So perfect example, Belsis, is. We had a client, a um, a client that is a technology company, and what had happened was he had gotten wrong advice. He had he operates he has a a skeleton sales force. So, if you have salespeople in a different state, that doesn't create a state nexus. But if you have full time employees, it does. It's kind of complicated, but. Um, he had gone and registered in these different states and he was paying taxes in these different states and he didn't have to. And I had to explain it to him. So it's a little complicated, but I think that I can break it down to the most easiest example for everybody. So that's my challenge for today. And I hope that everybody stays tuned because this is something that's very important.
Okay. It sounds like there's a lot that you have to kind of break down and go into. Should we maybe take a little break first before we get exactly. going? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's break it up a little bit and then and then we'll do that. Yeah. Well, I want to remind everyone that we are live on the air. You can always call us uh, with your questions. Our call-in number is one eight 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 go for it or one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. And email your questions to info at tax avoidance is legal. And on the other side of the break, Craig's going to break down state income tax for us. At Tax Crisis Center, LLC, we solve tax problems for a living. If you have a tax problem with the IRS, you've probably been inundated with postcards and letters from different tax resolution companies all over the country. Tax Crisis Center, LLC, is the country's premier tax resolution company. Unlike other tax resolution companies that will take your money and do nothing for you, once we are retained, we go to work. We get results for our clients and will handle your IRS problem professionally and expeditiously. Don't let the IRS push you around anymore. Give us a call at 1-855-IRS-2911. Email us at help at taxcrisiscenter.com or visit us on the web at www.taxcrisiscenter.com and let your voice be heard. CWS EAPA is a financial services company specializing in taxation and tax-related issues. Tax planning is a year-round activity. The biggest mistake that people make is thinking about taxes during tax time. When you have a complex tax situation, you need to plan for taxes on a year-round basis. Our specialty is mitigating our clients' tax obligations through careful tax planning. Tax avoidance is legal. Call us today at 1-844-CWSEAPA or 1-844-297-3272. You can visit us on the web at cwseapa.com or email us at info at cwseapa.com. Put us to work for you today. Welcome back to Tax Avoidance is Legal on TalkZone.com. Here's Craig and Belsis Smalley. Thank you so much. Welcome back for, uh, you know, round two, I guess, of our talk today on Tax Avoidance is Legal. We are talking all about sales tax. Uh, I'm sorry, well, actually state tax, right? And yeah, we're going to state income tax. Yeah, state we, income tax. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we kind of got into sales tax, uh, but anyway, it's state income tax. State income tax, but in you know, in in on that is uh, some discussion about sales tax, and uh, I'm getting all confused here because this is something I never even thought about, folks. It's something that I think a lot of folks don't even think about, and uh, one of the scenarios that uh, Craig mentioned earlier in the show is. Um, professional athletes who have to play in all these different states. And I never even thought about how that impacts their, um, you know, their taxes and the fact that they have to pay state uh, taxes in all these different areas that they play in, I'm assuming. So hopefully Craig will shed some light on that for us today. Exactly. Yeah, and, I will. And just for uh, those of you who uh, didn't tune in earlier, I wanted to stress that we are live on the air. So if you have any questions, you can uh, give us a call at one eight 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 go for it or one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. You can also email your questions to us at info at tax avoidance is legal. And uh, we realize a lot of you are at work, so sometimes emailing is the best way to go. We've gotten a few emails already in today that I can't wait for Craig to tackle. But uh, you were kind of discussing, Craig. Um, 
that uh, this is it's actually a, kind of a complicated issue and you're going to try to break it down. Um, do you want me to start with getting some of these questions uh, that we've uh, gotten in or do you have uh, do you want want to get started with breaking it down for us? Well, what let's do you say, do? yeah, go, go ahead. Give me a couple of questions. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, we have a few questions that have already rolled in. Um, and we've got one here from Mark in Dallas. Um, he says that he telecommutes with a company that is located in New York City. Why are they withholding New York State and city tax? Because he's an employee of uh, the, the, the company, and that company has obviously is headquartered in New York State and, and New York City. So if he wasn't telecommuting, he would be working in the office. So whether or not he's telecommuting, he is now a non-resident of the state of New York, and they also have to withhold city taxes. So that's why they're doing that is because they have a uh, nexus there, and you're considered an employee of them. Ah, okay. So that is something for folks who do telecommute, and we do have a lot of folks nowadays uh, that do, you know, telecommute for work, and especially in big cities like New York and things like that. Um, I know sometimes folks might live in one city and cross into another city for work, and that could probably impact folks who are doing that as well, wouldn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later. Okay, well, I certainly don't want to jump ahead. But uh, um, going back to your example of Jake Arrieta, I know how much you love uh, Jake Arrieta, so much so that he has named one of our dogs Arrieta, folks. So Absolutely. This is how obsessed this man is with sports. <laughs> so what happens if he, let's say Jake Arrieta, uh, plays a game in Toronto? What happens in uh, that situation? Well, am, I, yeah, am I getting ahead a- of myself? No, no, no. That's a it's a different story because it's an international tax issue, but it uses the same principle as a state nexus. So he's responsible for non-resident uh, taxes in the in the country of Canada. So he would have to pay Canadian state taxes, and then this the uh, the country of Canada and the country of the United States has a tax treaty. So if he pays the taxes in Canada, he doesn't pay the taxes here in the United States. So it's it's a little complicated. Mm, okay, and they do that because they don't want to tax folks twice. twice. Exactly, yeah. That and we sense. have and we have tax treaties with with a lot of countries. Yeah, I would imagine so. That that's that's a good good point. So I I hear this all the time. Um, you know, folks who live in different states, and sometimes I've heard you make little comments here and there about certain states being worse um, when it comes to uh, state. Uh, you know, income tax. So what would you say, in your opinion, are the worst states for income tax? Definitely California, New York, Illinois, and actually North Carolina. Those are the worst for, they charge the highest rate of uh, state tax. Oh, wow. I, and, I, that is why, and that is why we cannot have a summer home in Chicago, sweetie. Oh, uh, come on. I really, really want my home in Chicago. Yeah, I know. I I would love to live there as well. But, um, you know, the the state taxes are horrible. Mm. I'm I'm not too surprised about California, New York or Illinois, actually. But I I am a little surprised about North Carolina. I didn't. didn't Yeah, North Carolina. North Carolina is um, they're pretty they're pretty ruthless on Mm. their uh, on their taxes, believe it or not. And then to make matters worse, it's not just state income tax, but there are actually some cities that collect income tax. um, Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Ohio is a big state that has every city and municipality collects um, a state, uh, a city tax. 
Maryland is the same way. So, yeah, some states allow the cities to collect an income tax. Also, New York City has an income tax. Oh, wow. What are the states that don't have any uh, income tax for individuals? Actually, Alaska, Florida, Nevada, South Dakota, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming. Those don't have, and also, if you're a resident of New Hampshire and Tennessee, there's no uh, state income tax. But if you're a non-resident of New Hampshire and Tennessee, there is a state income tax. So that's a little confusing. So I'm not even going to really broach that unless there's a question about it. But um, yeah, so so we're very fortunate. We're in a state that doesn't have a state income tax. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I I agree with you. Um, so how does a business create a state nexus? Can you explain that a little bit more clearly for folks so that they understand? Uh, you talked a little bit about uh, state nexus in the beginning of um, of the show, and what does a you know how does a business create a state nexus so folks out there can understand that? Well, the easiest way that you can create a uh, state nexus is by having a uh, a a brick and mortar or some kind of uh, business uh, in that particular state. So obviously you've created a state nexus. Another way is to have employees in that state. So if you have employees in that state, then you've also created a state nexus. So um, other than now the the employees are other than salespeople. If you have salespeople, you haven't created a state nexus. Oh, okay. So it makes a difference what position they're in as well. If it if it's a sales employee, it's not necessarily uh, a state nexus. Exactly. Yeah, and it gets a little complicated because every state is a little bit different. So, mm-hmm. um, when I encounter a company that um, may or may not have a state nexus, then I've really got to do a lot of homework on it to find out if they have actually created one and and it can get extremely complicated. Yeah, it's uh, definitely uh, I've seen you uh, go into depth with with clients uh, when they come in and meet with us. And that makes a lot more sense now. Um, I know that you always need to know. Uh, you know, what, where they operate, where they have employees and exactly. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because, um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's a huge deal. It's a, it's a very, very, very big deal. So we've got to find out if they have a nexus there. And if they do, we have to apply and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it sounds like you may have struck a nerve with the uh, listeners because, uh, we're getting a lot of questions. So I think that, uh, um, if I don't know if you're ready to take on one or two more questions before we go to our next break, because we've got so many of them rolling in. Um, why don't we go to a break early and then I'll I'll get the questions on the other side. All right. Sounds great. So, folks, uh, if you hang in there, we're going to get to answering all these questions that have come in. I want to remind everyone that they can call into one eight 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 go for it or one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. You can also email your questions to info at taxavoidanceislegal.com. And uh, at the other side of this break, Craig's going to start tackling all these questions that have come in.
Forming a corporation or LLC can separate personal assets from your business assets. No matter what state your business operates in, forming a corporation or LLC in Nevada, Delaware, or Florida has benefits. For example, forming a corporation in Nevada offers privacy and no corporate income tax. Forming a corporation in Delaware can give you the legal protection of the state of Delaware, which is business friendly. On top of the legal reasons to form a corporation, there are tax benefits as well. Give us a call today at 1-844-CWSEAPA or 1-844-297-3272 or email us at info at CWSEAPA.com. Come and see what you've been missing. Payroll can be a nightmare for a small business. When you have employees, you have to pay them periodically, pay the taxes associated with them, and file quarterly tax reports with the Internal Revenue Service and the state that your business operates in. Our payroll is seamless. It is done through a cloud-based system. All you do is put in what you are paying your employees and approve your payroll. We handle the rest. Our fees are lower than the national payroll companies, too. Call us today at 1-844-CWSEAPA or 1-844-297-3272 or visit us on the web at CWSEAPAPayrollService.com. At Albernus Business Services Incorporated, we view ourselves as your internal bookkeeping department and are always improving ways to leverage proven cloud technologies to streamline and improve the efficiency of our outsourced services. With an in-house bookkeeper, you would run the cost of about 45000 a year. But with our monthly services, it would be a fraction of that cost. Let us help you with the tedious, time-consuming side of your business so you can focus on growing your business. Call us today at 1-877-695-6658. Our website is albernusservices.com or email dalbernus at albernusservices.com. Your success is our business. Welcome back to Tax Avoidance is Legal on TalkZone.com. Here's Craig and Belsis Smalley. Welcome back to Tax Avoidance is Legal. Uh, today we've been talking about uh, state income tax. And I uh, want to remind everyone that we are live on the air. You can always call in to uh, our show at 1-888-GO-FOR-IT or 1-888-463-6748. And you can also visit us on the web at taxavoidanceislegal.com and uh, send us your uh, questions via our contact form or send them directly to our email address at info at taxavoidanceislegal.com. And... Um, We've been getting a lot of questions, so I wanted to uh, take a quick break. That way Craig could start answering all these questions that have come in. And if you're ready, Craig, I've got one here, a question from James in Connecticut. Yes, I'm ready. Let's go. All right. James in Connecticut says that he lives in Hartford. He works in New York City, and his wife works in New Jersey. Um, what is his tax situation? This sounds like what I was mentioning uh, earlier on, that I know a lot of folks uh, commute from one state to another, you know, especially uh, up north in you know New York area. That seems to be pretty common. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, James, I, I want to point something out. I see this all the time, and and your situation is a little bit different than um, most people's situation. So I want to sort of address it. So you live in Connecticut. 
<clears throat> excuse me. So you live in Connecticut and that is your tax home and that's your tax home for you and your wife. So you have to pay Connecticut state tax and then you work in New York City. So you have to pay as a non-resident, you have to pay New York state tax. Plus you also have to pay New York City state tax, but you pay it at a different rate than a New York resident does. And then your wife works in New Jersey and um, she has to pay um, New Jersey state tax. But in this particular sex situation, Connecticut, New York and New Jersey have reciprocal agreements, meaning that if Connecticut's going to tax the income, New York won't tax the income. If New York is going to tax the income, Connecticut won't. If New Jersey is going to tax the income, New York and Connecticut won't. So um, in this particular case, that is a rarity. So um, like I said at the beginning, some states have reciprocal agreements like that. So, oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, so it's a little complicated. Holy moly. Does this mean that James has to file three state returns? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodness. Aren't, aren't you glad that we live in a, in, a, in a state with no state income tax? Yes, I sure am. I'm so sorry, James. That sounds like a nightmare. Hopefully you have a really good accountant that takes care of all of that for you. And if you don't, give us a call. <laughs> if you don't, yeah, absolutely. Uh, give us a call. I can't believe that. That sounds crazy. But uh, at least they do have those uh, reciprocal agreements. Otherwise, it would be a real nightmare. But some, but some states don't, Belsa. So you can work to, yeah, you can work in a state right next to you and they'll both tax the income. So you'll pay tax on the income twice. Ouch. Yikes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have a question. Let's say that we travel to California like we do. And uh, let's say we earn money in California. Are we subject to California state tax? No. And why not? Well, our tax home is Florida and um, that's where our main office is. So, um, you know, the work that we're doing in California is temporary and our company hasn't created a state tax nexus because we don't have a brick and mortar um, business in California. So um, you and I are not subject to California state tax. Okay, I get that. So far, I'm with you. But now where you've really thrown me for a loop, and I don't know if I'm the only one, maybe some of our listeners are also a little confused. But when you mentioned the athletes at the beginning of the show, isn't the work that an athlete does uh, in the state that he's temporarily playing a game in just exactly that temporary? Why would he then be subject to state tax? That is very, very, such a very good question. I, I love that question. So um, with sports, it's a little bit different. You're dealing with franchises. So the NFL, for example, they are a company, and what they do is they franchise out the team. So um, in every team, um, because they're a franchise, they have a nexus in every state that um, has an NFL team. So, for instance, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're a franchise of the NFL, which is um, which has a state nexus in each city and state that the NFL has a franchise. So the athlete has to pay um, tax on the income in the state because by default, the team has a nexus in the state because it is a franchise. Mm, okay, I think I'm starting to get it. So now you brought up the Buccaneers. So what about the Buccaneers organization? Do they have taxable income in that state? Yeah, so the Bucks, let's say the Bucks are a corporation or an LLC. Yes, they do have taxable income in that state. So, for example, in the NFL, the home team um, 
keeps all the income from the ticket counter and the concession sales sales and the visiting team um, keeps all the revenue from the TV right so in that particular case the bucks have to pay the income tax on the on the on the money that they've earned from the um, uh, yeah, from the TV from rights, the TV rights? Yeah, yeah, in that particular state, yeah. Oh my goodness, this sounds so complicated. So I'm, I'm assuming that a lot of these, um, you know, teams have their own like accounting department that has to oh, keep track yeah. of all oh, this stuff. For sure, for sure, they have one guy, one guy, or a team of people that that focuses solely on state taxes, for sure. Yeah, I would think they would need a, a team of folks in their accounting division to just keep track of all this stuff. That's insane. Um, do, do do athletes have to have their own um, accountant keep track of all this, or does the organization no, no, no. keep the track organi- of it for them? The organization does because when they pay them, they pay them on a W-2, and their W-2 will list all the states that they've – earned income and how much income they've earned and how much tax has been withheld. So the organization itself keeps track of that. Okay, so that makes sense, just like uh, any employer would who has an Exactly. That's exactly it, yeah. Okay, and just in this particular case, an uh, employer has a lot more tracking to do because they travel all over, so they have to worry they about do. all yeah, the yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they have their own internal accounting department, so yeah, they take care of all of that. Wow, that sounds like uh, not a job I would want to have is to work for an NFL you accounting and me department. Both. You and me both. I would hate trying to figure out state nexuses. Yeah. I mean, I, I do it when I have to do it, but if that was my sole job, I would absolutely hate it. Yeah, think about that. They have to really be uh, in the loop on everything, every single state. Um, exactly. Whether it's, a, you know, oh, my gosh, yikes. So it's starting to all make sense. So the reason we're not subject to state tax is that we don't have an office in the state that we're, you know, uh, other than, you know, the three that we have and those particular states don't have a state income tax. And exactly. if we do go somewhere outside of Florida, the work is temporary. Our home state is still Florida, which has no state income tax, so we're covered. That is absolutely correct, and hopefully everybody else got that. So that's exactly correct. Mm, right. So it sounds like it boils down to what your home state is, whether you're working in a state that um, – you know, has a state uh, income tax, then you also have to take into consideration if it's just temporary work, uh, then you also have to take into consideration if there's a, uh, you know, if you've created a state nexus, and then you also have to take into consideration if there's some kind of agreement amongst the, the states that you work in to not tax you doubly. Exactly. Yes, yes. And if you're in a situation like that, that is not something you should tackle on your own. Get an accountant. That is one time that TurboTax will not figure that out for you. Yeah, definitely. It sounds in the case of someone like, I think it was James was his name. Uh, he, he has a situation that I definitely wouldn't want to be tackling via TurboTax with all the different uh, things going on there with him and his wife. and Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of those situations where if you're out there and you are telecommuting, if you work in one state, you know, your spouse lives in another state, you want to make sure that you're very clear on what the uh, state uh, tax rules are for you and whether or not you should be paying uh, state tax. Because one thing I know for sure is that the state's going to want their money, right, Craig? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the state will get you before the Fed. So the state Mm -hmm. definitely wants their money. Yes. 
Yeah, definitely. That's one thing we have noticed is, uh, you know, the IRS tends to take a little longer to come after you, but the states, they, they are ready to go. They are waiting for that money. To, so they will definitely uh, come after you if you don't pay what is owed to them. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, now that we've kind of, I think I've got that settled, um, maybe we should get back to some more of these questions. I have one from uh, Rick in L.A. Um, he says he runs a business in California, um, but it's incorporated in Nevada. Um, and we know from having a business ourselves in Nevada that there's no state uh, income tax in Nevada. But uh, he wants to know is since his uh, uh, he runs the business in California, but it's incorporating in Nevada. Is he subject to California franchise tax? Well, let me before I answer the question, let me explain what California franchise tax is. So if you have a corporation in California, you have to pay eight hundred dollars per year as a franchise tax um, to the state of California. So um, back in the day, uh, I would say, I don't know, about 20 years ago. What companies would do is they would go to Nevada and form a company in Nevada and say, well, we're a Nevada company and we're not subject to the California franchise tax. So what do you think California did that did because they started losing revenue? Well, I would think, uh, especially with California and Nevada being so close and it being so easy for folks to just kind of jump across uh, the state line and say, we're going to incorporate in Nevada. I'm sure California did not like that one bit and did something about it to make sure they got some kind of a cut out of this. They did, absolutely. So um, the answer to Rick's question is yes, you do have to pay that um, that California franchise tax. You also need to um, incorporate in the state of California as a foreign company and pay the uh, – the fee to the state of California, but yeah, you do have to pay the eight hundred dollar uh, franchise tax. There's no getting out of that. And basically, he uh, in Rick's case, he has to do all this because he created a nexus in California because that's where he is operating out of. Is that right? I absolutely love it when you get the concept, sweetie. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. I'm trying to follow it. It's it's complicated, so I'm trying it to follow it. It is. It's it's very complicated. But but you have it. You've got it down. Well hopefully if I am I was able to get that straight, hopefully the audience uh, has it straight as well. Um let's see if we have some more questions here to tackle before we uh go to our our last break because I'm trying to make sure that we get them all in here. Um Let's see. I'm, I'm going to let the audience know right now there's probably no possible way we're going to get to all the questions that we've received today on the air. Uh, so Craig will make sure that he answers your questions after the show. Um, so if you don't hear your question answered, don't despair. We will definitely make sure to get to it. Um, but we do have a question here from Mark in New Jersey who says that uh, he's a resident of New Jersey and he telecommutes with two companies. One in Indiana and the other in California. Oh, my goodness. He says that the company in Indiana is withholding Indiana state tax and the company in California is withholding California state tax. However, no one is withholding New Jersey state tax. Uh, he wants to know why not. They should be because um, they have now created a nexus in uh, the state of New Jersey. So they are obligated to withhold New Jersey state tax and pay New Jersey state unemployment. So that's an error on your employees part or on, on your employer's part. Mm, OK, so basically um, because he's in uh, New Jersey and a resident of New Jersey, um, they should that company that he works for should be 
also uh, withholding New Jersey state tax. Um, yeah, that is that is absolutely correct. Yes. Even if uh, what if uh, he let's say, and I don't know if this is the case with Mark, but I'm just being devil's advocate. Mark's company's in New Jersey, and he's a resident of New Jersey. But the work that he does always seems to be in Indiana or California. Is he still having to pay that uh, New Jersey state tax? If the New Jersey company has created a nexus there by having a brick and mortar uh, establishment or something like that, then yes. But Which if they have it, sounds like they, they do. Yeah, if they haven't, then no. Okay, so if they have an actual location in New Jersey um, and they're sending him off to Indiana and uh, California for work, then they would have a presence in New Jersey and therefore should uh, be withholding New Jersey state tax. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, go to them and tell them they should be doing that because now you have to bear the brunt of the New Jersey state tax all by yourself or make estimated tax payments, but they should be paying it. So um, yes. so for him to mark to fix the problem, he just needs to go back to his employer and, and uh, let him know that uh, he believes they should be withholding the New Jersey state tax. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And the employer is just getting bad advice from their accounting firm. And I will tell you that this is something that, like I said, is very complicated. And as you can hear, it's very complicated. And a lot of accounting firms get this wrong. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like that's um, the problem here. Now, uh, this this is just me uh, asking, what happens in a situation like this? If I'm Mark, I'm going to be pretty ticked off that the employer got it wrong and, you know, they should be straighten it all out for me. Uh, but, but at the end of the day, Mark's going to be the one who's basically held accountable for not paying that tax, right? Yeah, I mean, so it, it's like, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, how much do you want to ruffle the feathers? Because, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, they can fire you, you know. So you've, you've got to be very, very, very careful with it. Yeah. So basically just uh, bring it to their attention in a polite way and hopefully they'll fix it all for you and you want to get it done as quickly as possible so you don't run into paying any kind of, you know, penalties and things like that. I'm assuming there exactly. will be if, yeah, if he doesn't exactly. get it corrected. Exactly, yeah. Just yeah. making sure. Um, well, we have quite a few more questions to go. Maybe we should take our last break of the uh, of the show. That way, when we get back, we can just try to get as many of these uh, ironed out. What do you think? Yeah, that that works perfectly. All right, folks. If you want to give us a call at one eight 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 go for it or one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight with your questions or email us to info at taxavoidancesleagal dot com. On the other side of this uh, last break of our show, we are going to try to answer as many of these questions as we can. And if we don't get to them, we will be sure to email you each individually with a response. So hang in there and uh, check back in just another moment, and we'll start answering these questions. Craig Smalley is the author of 12 books regarding taxation. Two of his books have been revised this year. It starts with an idea revised edition takes you through the startup of a company. It talks about taxes, entity structuring, the IRS, and so much more. The Complete Guide to Estate, Gifts, and Trust Taxation revised edition is about how to navigate the complex estate tax. Both books have just been released by CWSEAPA Publishing, LLC and are on sale now at Amazon.com. If you are a business that has outgrown your accountant but are not big enough for one of the big four accounting firms, CWSEAPA Consulting may be perfect for you. 
We specialize in tax consulting for small to medium-sized businesses. We can advise you on whether it is time to start a holding company or management company to mitigate your tax liability. We can advise you on whether it is a good time to expand your business, hire employees, buy equipment, or lease equipment. There are different tax reasons to do different things. Let our over 22 years of experience work for you. Call us today at 1-844-CWSEAPA or 1-844-297-3272. You can email us at info at cwseapa.com or visit us on the web at cwseapa.com. We're doing something amazing and we want you to be a part of it. With so many choices when looking for quality investment advice, you owe it to yourself to seek a professional who has your best interests at heart. At J.B. Meridian Advisors, we don't sell products that generate commissions or have hidden fees. Client assets are never locked up in illiquid investments that could take months or years to access, or worse, charge a penalty to sell in an emergency. Our simple structure aligns the interests of our clients with our interests by charging a flat fee based on the assets we manage. As your portfolio value increases, our firm grows. Call J.B. Meridian Advisors now at 877-398-0051 or visit us online at jbmeridian.com. Now let's get back to Craig and Dulcis Smalley for more of Tax Avoidance is Legal on TalkZone.com. Welcome back to Tax Avoidances Legal. Uh, today we've been talking about uh, state income tax. I want to remind everyone our call-in number is one eight 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 go for it or one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. And the email to uh, send in your questions if you'd rather not to call us is info at taxavoidanceislegal.com. And uh, we've been getting quite a few questions in. If we don't get to your question today, please uh, be, you know, rest assured we will answer your questions. We, we do this all the time. If we don't get enough uh, time on the air to get to your questions, we will make sure to answer and you will receive a response. So uh, we've been talking all about these uh, different state, uh, you know, income tax scenarios, Craig, and I think I finally understand it, but we Good. do have a... Yeah, it's it's not easy. It's it's no 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 no. no. It's it's very complicated. So uh, that being said, we've got a question here from Martha in Cleveland. Uh, she says she lives in Cleveland and works in Akron. Um, is Akron. She it's Akron. Uh, is Akron? Uh, yeah. I've always wondered how you pronounce that. Yeah. I don't know why I don't know why I want to always say Akron. No okay. idea. <laughs> this is one of my little quirks. All right. So she works in Ak- Akron. Yes, exactly. Is she responsible for uh, Akron and Cleveland city tax? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, so she's she's got to pay both Akron and the city of Cleveland tax. Ohio is one of those weird states that does have a city tax. So, yeah, she has to pay both of them. All right. Well, sorry, Martha. You'll have to pay tax in both Cleveland and in Akron. And yes, I'm, I'm practicing it as much as I can. So I will get it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do that because people from Ohio are very proud of where they're from. So they sure that. are. So please, no hate mail. I, I, I assure you, I had no idea. So <laughs> since you brought up, um, you know, international taxation earlier on when we were talking about, uh, you know, a scenario where maybe a Cubs player goes and plays in Toronto, um, we have a question about that. John says that 
Uh, he is an expat working in Canada. Does he have to file a U.S. tax return because uh, he's subject to uh, Canadian taxes? Yes, he does. So this is kind of complicated, John. So just stay with me. Um, or I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, John. Yeah. So, uh, just stay with me. Um, as a, uh, U.S. citizen, you are taxed on worldwide income. So, um, you have to pay taxes here on the money that you make in Canada. However, there's something called a for- foreign earned income exclusion and that goes up every year. For the year of 2016, it's, um, the amount that is excluded is $101,300. So um, on the first $101,300, you don't pay any taxes, but anything after that you do. Now, the taxes that you paid in Canada are then credited um, to the taxes that you pay are supposed to pay in the United States. Usually those equal each other out. So you should be fine, but... You do have to file a U.S. tax return. Yeah, John. And just so you know, Craig does uh, specialize in international taxation. So if you need to discuss discuss this uh, more in depth, because I know he's being kind of brief, feel free to give us a call and we'll be happy to help you with that uh, situation that you've got going on there. uh, Yeah, absolutely. And I'm being brief because there's so many questions and I want to get to them and, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. But that's an answer that I could spend probably about 15 or 20 minutes talking to you about. Yeah, we do have a lot of clients, uh, international clients, uh, you know, that that we deal with. So it is something that uh, that I know Craig's got a lot of experience with. So if uh, I just wanted to throw that out there, if John's listening, if you want to give us a call, we'll be happy to go over that more in depth with you one on one. We've got a question here from Travis in Georgia who wants to know why every state has different income tax laws. Huh? Well, 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 wouldn't it be easy back. if we all just had one rule to follow? <laughs> well, let's go back to the Constitution. I mean, every state has its own individual right. So um, every state has the right to tax its um, its residents. So that's why every state has different uh, income tax rules. But, yeah, and they can be complicated. But I know that when I get a client that's in a different state or has created a nexus, I know that I have to bone up on it. So um, it's something that's even, you know, can be – um, you know, s- sort of daunting for me, but it's something that, you know, um, that I have to know. So it's, but it's, it's basically state rights. That's why. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. If you want to have the rights, then you got to deal with what comes with that, right? Absolutely. Uh, Michelle, uh, or Mitchell, actually, it looks like Mitchell in North Carolina says that he has heard rumors that they're trying to change. Uh, sales tax laws where sales to people in certain state will be taxable whether or not there is a location in the state. Um, and he wants to know if you've heard that. Yes, absolutely. I have. So the Congress has met several times and there was a bill before the House of Representatives uh, called the Internet uh a uh, sales tax bill that was looked like it was going to be passed, but then it was shelved. So it is something that they're really looking on. And do you want to know why they're they're looking at it, Bells? Yeah, please tell me. Well, very simply, brick and mortar um, establishments are saying that uh, internet companies have a uh, 
a, uh, a, a, yeah, an advantage because I don't, I can get something cheaper because I don't have to pay sales tax. So that's Mm -hmm. why the, the Congress has taken it up. So yeah, I mean, you know, they say that they're going to do it. So yeah, you know, I'll, I'll keep watching it and, you know, check our newsletter. If, If you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, go to our website, subscribe to our newsletter. And if something comes out, I'll let everybody know. Yeah, it is something that it's been kind of uh, rumored and in the works for a while. And, uh, you know, definitely probably coming down the pipeline because of the fact that uh, Internet shopping has become so popular nowadays. And Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know, anytime there's competition, people are always – somebody's going to cry and say that they're not getting uh, – you know, they're, they have a disadvantage. <laughs> so exactly, yeah. Complicating exactly. things for everybody else. Exactly. Yeah. I have a question here from Paul in Jacksonville who says he telecommutes with a company in Seattle and uh, he heard your previous answer about income being taxable to a state that you telecommute with. Why is the company not withholding Washington state tax in his case? Because Washington doesn't have a state tax, so they're not required to. Okay, well, that's easy enough. Don't worry about it, Paul. You're good. Um, Elliot in South Carolina says that he has an internet company and drop ships from different locations in the country. Is he responsible for sales tax in those states? It depends. That's, that's, that's a common scenario nowadays. Yeah, it depends on the state. So some states do tax drop shipments and some don't. So um, you need an accountant that needs to do some research on that because um, some of the states do and other states don't. So it really depends. All right. So that sounds like uh, something that he really needs to kind of uh, check with his accountant on. And if he doesn't yeah, or, or give us a call, engage us, and I'll be happy to research that for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we have time, I think, for a couple more questions. Uh, Nathan in Detroit wants to know how complicated an athlete's tax return is. Oh, it's extremely complicated. It, you know, cause most athletes are also involved in different businesses as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's very complicated. It's a lot of state returns that are very expensive for us to do because of the different states. So, um, yeah, it's very, very, very complicated. It's something that I specialized in a few years ago and I still have a specialty in it. So, um, I, you know, can, you know, still do them, but, um, it's, it's something that is, is very, very, very complicated. Not for the faint of heart, for sure. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Frances in New York, let's see, says uh, that she lives upstate and works in New York City. Is she responsible for New York City tax? Yes. Yeah, she is. She has to, she has to pay the New York City tax and that's, um, yeah. So, um, there is a question that I'm sorry about this. I checked into, uh, the taxavoidancelegal.com, uh, mailbox mm-hmm. and I know that you hate it when I do that, but yep. there is, there is a question <laughs> from, uh, Tim in San Diego that I think I have time to tackle. Um, he basically says he runs an internet sales company uh, with the only location in California, and he has traveling salespeople that go to different states, and he wants to know if he's subject to sales tax in the different states that he sells to. And the answer to that is no, because they're salespeople, they're traveling salespeople, and you haven't created a nexus. So, so no, you're good on that. Oh, I'm glad you you got Tim's question answered because that's yeah 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 yeah. I saw one. that one. I saw that one, and I wanted to answer it. But seeing as we were um, kind of talking about uh, sales tax, so I, I did want to answer that real quick. All right, I won't be mad at you this time. Sorry. Uh, 
<laughs> not a not a problem. I'm glad we got to squeeze that one in. Final question: Gregory in Orlando wants to know what do you think of the Bucks now that you have seen their uh, first uh, preseason game? And I, <laughs> and I will tell you that I did uh, listen to the uh, the news this morning, and I heard that they'd lost. Okay, well, well, first of all, first of all, it's preseason, so it's not time to panic yet. But um, they are the Yucks, and they always will be the Yucks. And before that, before the game started, Gregory was telling me the Bucks are going to the playoffs this year. Well, the Bucks haven't been to the playoffs in eight or nine years, and you know, so they're uh, uh, you know they went down real quick, um, you know, fourteen to nothing, and then. They uh, in the second round they drafted a kicker, which is unheard of. You usually draft them in the last round. The kicker missed an extra extra point, though. Says, "Oh come on, so yeah." Well, they're the yucks. How many times do I have to tell you this? So, um, anyway, it it's gonna was, be a painful season again, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we're gonna go eight and eight, like I've said on this show before. But um, we'll see in the second and third preseason game. Um, what happens, but, you know, there were some rookies there that I was, uh, that I really liked seeing and I thought they did a good job. So, um, you know, so we're stocking our farm team and I'm really excited about that. But other than that, we'll see how it goes. Okay. Well, hopefully they, uh, can pull it out. I know every year we hope for the best and are sorely disappointed, but that's well, okay. Well, we hope, we hope for the best and prepare for the worst. That's exactly it. That's what it is to like to be a uh, Buccaneers um, fan, I suppose, right? Absolutely. I have been a fan since 1979. So, yes, it has been heartbreak for all those years. All right, folks. Well, I think we're going to end it on that sad note. Uh, and hopefully... <laughs> Next time, uh, we will have better news with uh, regards to sports anyway. But um, if you have not done so yet, feel free to check out our website, taxavoidanceislegal.com. And throughout the week, please send us your emails to info at taxavoidanceislegal. We will be happy to get your questions answered. And don't forget, uh, this show is sponsored by CWSCAPA. Um, you can reach us at 1-844-CWSEAPA and Text Crisis Center can be reached at 1-855-IRS-2-911. And I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. Yeah, have a great weekend, guys.